The problem is we can. We're easily distracted. I'm I'm choosing to ignore you right now. <laughs> Bam! There, now we're live. Okay. Jump it on. I'm gonna go. <laughs> that was the first. You could definitely hear that. That was us yelling at Steve, by the way. If you've been on from the beginning. Two people Hello, watching. Deborah. Pretty sure it's us. What's going on? Oh, there's five. I got five. Five now. I see Keely. What's up, Keely? Keely Squires. Yep. I see Deborah and Keely so far, but there's five people. So the other ones have got to be Steve, me, you, and then someone on. Leah Ross. What up, girl? Leah Ross. Yep. It's fantastic. The only downside of the piano is I can't hear. <laughs> yeah, but I think people can. They can hear us very clearly. That's the scary part. Now we're up to nine. Hey, listen, for those of you that jumped on, you are loyal listeners and viewers. Really appreciate it. Uh, sorry for last week. Uh, we won't, we're not going to name any names, but somebody pulled a plug that you shouldn't have pulled. It's true. And so it ended. What well, was a very powerful conversation we're hoping this week is just as powerful. Uh, we're hoping God really speaks through this week too. But thank you for coming back because we were afraid maybe you wouldn't. Oh, there Leah, Ross, Leah Ross was a part of someone's best COVID experience. I saw it on Facebook. Our friend uh, Christopher Healy. Yeah. His wife said that Leah provided the most exciting experience for the, for the last three months of her life. That's fantastic. I think she might be uh, inserting some hyperbole there. But well, it, I don't know knows? about that. It's. I'm not possible. saying it's not possible. We were just talking on Monday how awesome Leah was. Yeah. With we, Claiborne. It was not just like the two of us. That had been weird. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't <laughs> Although it's just the two of us right now. I don't know if that it. happened or not. <laughs> but it was uh, in the gym. Claiborne was talking about how awesome she was helping him out. That's right. Like his, uh, he said he's got like a road manager. Sometimes he feels like he Yes, he, Yes. And That's, he said it in a loving way. Yeah, it not sounded like way a, better than the way I just said it. Yeah, that. Yeah. True. True. Uh, hey, listen, let us know you're on. We can only see the people that we're friends with, apparently. Ah, see, Leah said we do what we can. I, I'm glad that she's here and listening and watching. As are, I'm glad that all the rest of you are listening and watching and haven't turned us off. Appreciate that. We are uh, live at lunch, and we are excited that you are here with us for uh, Get Out of Your Head, studied yeah. by Jeannie Alley, Allen, uh, provided by Right Now Media. If you don't have a Right Now Media account, I'd like to say, where have you been? Uh, or, hey, welcome aboard. Yeah. Uh, right Now Media is a wonderful, incredible, powerful video resource with so much great content for adults and kids, teens, uh, any situation, any stage of life. You can find something to help you through or help you to deepen your faith uh, in, a, in a powerful way. So, uh, pa Producer Steve is putting in the comments He's probably already. In the building today. Yeah, he is. He's in, in the building. Our is. piano player, Elizabeth Easton, Dalton said Malier, she the, smiled. I say hello, Elizabeth. The Easton. fancy uh, ivory tickling of Dalton Malier is yes. Now Dalton over. has finished. We that was live background. We're working on some modern. Yeah, we're trying. Eventually, we're going to move. We'll we've had this set for a while now. We'll be updating our set just to kind of keep things fresh. Um, but if you haven't had a chance to go to Right Now Media, go to Right Now Media. Check out the Get Out of Your Head study by 
uh, Jeannie Allen, and it's a study in Philippians. Ex- which ex- ex- extremely amazing. It is extremely amazing. And today is no exception. Uh, today, Jeannie focused on, very honestly, a very, very simple concept right. that had powerful implications. Spiraling up. Spiraling up instead and, of spiraling down. And I think today, Seth, we, it would behoove us and we would be remiss not to touch on, you know, COVID related seems to spiraling be the small, down. Smallest part today. Yeah, absolutely. There seems to be a lot going People on. People forgot about the global pandemic. And, and and so there's there's just you've seen on social media that there's just been an accumulation of things that have happened in 2020. Right. And, and certainly ending in this particular rioting and the death of someone. And who knows if it's ending, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It, that's what people keep. The problem is that's a spiral down. Yes. That's what we were talking about. And it can it's, become overwhelming. And, yeah. and it, I'm not talking about a worldwide view. Okay. Cause I, I can't really affect the truth is I have really the, an impact on myself, right? I'm the one who can choose to, and it, we'll get into this in a minute. I can make a choice to, to affect my mental capacity. I have power. Jeannie says that we talk about, we know that's true. So the question is, if that's the case, then these sort of things really doesn't come down to a worldwide thing. It comes down to individuals making choices and individuals choosing to spiral up mentally. And that's, I think, what we're called to do. So uh, I, I think today in you know, the midst of you know, lots of places taking a stand on social media, I think it's good, right? Because people need to do what... They need to make it. They need to make something heard. I get that, and and but but I think it. Please don't think that you're entering into this because you chose to put a black square on your Instagram yeah. page. I think that's where we're wrong on numerous levels. Followers th- of Jesus are wrong yeah. if they think just showing up at church makes a big impact. It, it, okay, it does. Yeah, but that's if that's all you do. Then that's not anything. And and you need to know. You need to know a little bit more facts. Right. Like it's important to know really what you're doing right. and what you're standing for, because a lot of times mom mentality seems to be taking over way more these days. And you, you know, a piece of the information, but you don't know the full scope of it. And that's mm-hmm. a very important thing mm-hmm. to get both sides of the argument, to understand fully what you're looking at. Get, get, try as hard as you can to find unbiased truth right. about whatever it is that you're doing. Otherwise, you may find yourself. Uh, on the wrong side from where you actually want to be. Sure. And and here's the other thing. To spiral up is much harder. Our natural bend, our natural trend is to spiral down. Yes, absolutely right. If you find your, if you just think about the last few conversations you had, was it a negative, were there negative talks that were taking place or was it a positive talk that you were lifting up and looking for the joy and looking for the positivity within whatever your current circumstance is? I mean, literally five minutes ago we were guilty of the exact same thing. Yes. And it's, it's because it's natural and it's easy to spiral down yes. and get to a point where you're fixated on the wrong things, the things that are not of God, the things that, that are not what God wants for you. To spiral up is to, is to, to be, man, different, upset apart. You will be going against the grain. And honestly, it, it's so hard. Most people, they try to swim upstream and find themselves struggling, struggling right. to do so. Because it's, it, you're, not, you're going to be in a much lesser group of people that 
I mean, think about all the conversations you're just going to have to not speak at because it's just nothing but negativity. Yes, or you'll have to be the one person that's, again, it's going to be easy to watch this and go, oh, well, they're this way or they're this way or they're this way or they're this way. Could be further from the truth. There's no No. way, right? But I will tell you this, like Paul, like Jeannie talks about, we need to decide what is the fixation of our minds Mm -hmm. and what are we determined to fixate on and what are we determined to to have an answer for in every way and and for paul that was an easy thing it was the gospel yeah it was easy after god knocked him off his horse for paul (laughs) it's easy to identify what paul was fixated on that's right it wasn't easy for paul to stay fixated on he mentions that he says it all the time i do all the things that i don't want to do but i don't do the thing that i want to do that's, there's no truer statement that's ever been uttered that all of us could utter all the time. Sure. We want to do great things. You've mm-hmm. talked about it a lot over the last couple of weeks. You want to eat healthy. Yep, that's but right. But when a plate of nachos is sitting in front of you. Nachos. Yeah, nachos and, is a tough one. All luckily, you do have to put, and here's what you have to do. You have to put yourself in places where that doesn't happen. That's exactly right. And, and I've done that's that for like two That's what you've had now. to do now, yeah. right? That's the biggest. You put yourself in a place where you should be, and you've taken away the things that you shouldn't. In regards yeah, to and, and so then you then so you also run into these other situations. Well, for one thing, you know you there's some places you know right. And when you're talking about your diet, mm. you fixate on your diet. Jeannie talks about fixating on her diet. It took yeah. her down a spiral bad, bad spiral. And and I totally get that right. And some of those spirals, as she says, and as we've said before, some of these spirals. Listen, you need a you need to set up with a counselor and you need to get this stuff rooted out. Yeah, I've like had we to talked go about to last week, counseling, yeah. And and I've had to get down to some real issues here right that's that that happens but then we can also just take some power and then when we're talking about our diet right i know there are some places i'm going to go that i'm going to lose on the diet train i go to my mom's my dad's that's you're losing homemade rolls you ain't saying no to those Mm -mm. i mean it'd be offensive to your mom it would also be a bad choice because they're delicious that's true but you just so you make you make account for that You, you again it's it's a microcosm of this, but the truth is whatever you fixate on. And what I, here's something I found so interesting. I don't know if, if you need to, to no, go ahead. Guys, keep going. But, but something I found interesting was, and, and is that what we're finding out about our brains, right? Mm-hmm. Is pretty amazing. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. We, I just heard a report of a guy who's talking, you know, about the way we circadian rhythms and all of this stuff, right? Super cool dude, right? So I like to say the word circadian rhythm because it makes me feel smart. Yeah, that's what um, I would say. But it has to, you know, anyway, all this stuff and how it has to do with our mental health and our physical health and the prevention of horrible diseases and things like that based on simply mentally getting in a rhythm where we wake up at a decent time, we get sunlight, mm-hmm. we, we stop yeah. looking at the blue light before we go to bed watching television. And, you know, it's all this crazy counterculture stuff. But Absolutely. We're finding that out in 2020. Okay, when the Bible was written, they didn't even know what the brain was doing. They're like, hey, look, when we, every time we open somebody's head, there's this thing inside of it, right? We don't know what it did. We've only, it was only an accident that we opened it. We're like, ooh, yeah, we, like, shouldn't, hey, we don't, shouldn't be in there. Hey, uh, That's gross. Well, I was walking through the battlefield and uh, somebody had a battle axe. I don't know why. That, look at that guy. You know? So listen, they didn't know, but, the, but God was revealing these principles of thought. And these princ- now we know there's these neuron pathways. We know all this stuff that mm-hmm. literally happens and you can reshape your thoughts and mind. But 
they back then were like, no, just keep your mind fixated on what's true, yeah. on joy. And, and God has been telling us just what we needed to know for just what we needed to do for all of eternity. And it's just a beautiful thing. And I think what the narrative is that I see is our thoughts matter. Our thoughts have always mattered. There's God cares about our minds and our mental health is of the utmost importance to him. And he's been trying above anything else to keep us on that track. And of course the enemy is doing everything he can do to get us off track and to get yeah. us thinking about a million things. Absolutely. And, and that is, that is probably the greatest strategy that's ever been employed to take the greatest amount of people away from faith and trust in Christ hmm. solely because distraction is the easiest thing. Uh, and, it happens so quickly we don't even notice it. And most people don't take a, a, a look at where they spend their time, right? And what they spend their time on and, and, and their circadian rhythm and what, what rhythm they're in. Or even if they're not in a rhythm. Which you're is, in a rhythm. Yeah, you're in some, well, sometimes. And sometimes you, you just are so bouncing off the place, you, you can't stay healthy in that way. You have to be in some type of rhythm. Somebody's in a, everybody's in a rhythm. It's just often a horrible rhythm. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like I would call that not a rhythm, but... I would, there are definitely bad rhythms, right? Yes. If you're spending the last hour and a half on your phone at night before you try to fall asleep Agreed. and you're wondering why you don't sleep soundly, Agreed. you know, if there's a lot of different things, right? If you don't spend time in the word and you wonder why your relationship with Christ is suffering during this time where you can't go to church, there's a, it's because your rhythm's off, right? We, she, she makes a lot of, she made a lot of really good points as far as, you know, looking at, looking at Paul, Paul is a great example of someone who found his rhythm and yet absolutely. still struggled with staying in that rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And we talked last week, he spent a lot of time in jail, right? He wrote most of the New Testament while in prison. I guess you could call that a rhythm. You know, you, hey, you're... you're, you're Void of distractions. He had a other choice than trying to stay alive. To see it as valuable. And if you had it on a me, which we think we talked about, if you're focused on me yeah. and what best is best for me, then I'm like, well, God, where are you? And instead, yeah. he was I'm like, just going to oh. sit here until you break He's the like, chains open. I have all this time to write mm -hmm. all these letters and get, encourage all these believers. And what if nothing, what if everything wasn't about me? Well, I love, I don't know if we talked about this last week. So when, when God shook the, shook the prison, mm -hmm. chains fell off. Yes. And they stayed. Yes. Right. One time they left, but the next, the second time they stayed. And Paul. Is that Paul? In, yeah. Ended up leading, leading the, was it Peter? I thought it was Peter. It could have been Peter. Peter yeah. and Paul. Was it Peter and Paul? I think both of them released from prison. Maybe. I, you know, it doesn't matter. One of them. I think it matters a lot, but was, <laughs> not for what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they recognized the point for what they were doing. Right. And they led the whole guard's family Absolutely. Absolutely. to Christ yes. because they weren't just sitting there saying, this is all about me. That's the point of it. I really um, think it was Paul based only on that. I was reading something that was from Paul. Producer Steve, if he's Producer Steve, in, if you could, could lock that, that in, we'll be a little place. fact checking. This is what this is what most radio hosts have. They have a guy in the back that's like, hey, Mrr. yeah, like Sorry. that one TV show where uh, pardon the interruption where they. Yes. Comes At the end like, of it, he's like, you guys made 74 wrong. mistakes. I probably don't need that kind of auditor, but. <laughs> I would appreciate it actually. If you look in if you look in Philippians one, which obviously was for by Paul, uh 
he's, he talks about what really matters, right? And, and what he wants us to understand in the church in Philippi, but us to really understand. If you look at verse 10 of chapter 1, for I want you to understand what really matters so that you must li- so you may live in pure and blameless, so you may li- live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ. And this will bring much glory and praise to God. Right? So he's, this, that's the why. That's why he wants you to understand what really matters and, and to, to focus on those things. And Jeannie was very clear. There's one thing. Hmm. Right? And then you were talking earlier about some of the things that we have that are attached to us. Right, we have our soul yeah, focused on Christ. Right, so then talk about a, a little bit about what you were well, mentioning as far I, as the I've, other I've things known that are two attached. Two kinds of people, right? I've known the people that are. So I've known some people. One person in particular that came to this faith and then abandoned everything they had done previous to that. Right, so they came to this really. I don't know about dynamic faith in Christ. I, I'm not sure what it was, but there was this fervency for Christ. Right. And so he comes to this reality, and then he literally leaves his kids and his wife and just does ministry all the time, 24-7, and, and just abandoned everything else. And as a result, guess what? He's lost a lot of influence, and he's lost his, you know, in the midst, he lost his, his spouse, and he lost his kids and influence with them, and they're having all kinds of trouble, right? And, and so I, I don't think that it's that, I don't think this single-minded fixation mm. is on that. Right? I don't think that's the way. No. But I don't think what we're representing in particularly American culture with the, the high, high value of kids mm. and family is what it is either. Like, I don't, I'm not saying we should, I made a choice to marry my wife and, and we were joined together and, and, and Thus, that, subsequently that, made a choice to have kids. We made a choice to have kids, kids. and certainly, I, I, that's, there's, there's some things I jumped in on mm-hmm. there. That isn't just an addition to, it's just not something I did. That's a part of my ministry, right? But I do think, I can't abandon them, but I do think the overprotection of my children, mm-hmm. right? Particularly right now, right? We have three African-American kids, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anybody in my life that can say, hey, this is how you need to talk to your 10-year-old about what's going on right now. We don't have a lot of television. We don't have live TV, so there's, they're not getting a news influence, so they mm-hmm. don't know. But I need, they, she needs to know. I don't know how to do that, right? Yeah. But I know protecting her and acting like it's not happening is not the answer. Sure, because people are going to ask her eventually. And, and I know that the people who've you know, tried to protect their children from things and not expose them to I'm, I'm not saying we just expose them to things, obviously inappropriate things. I'm just saying there's an emphasis we're putting on family where family's the point. And if family becomes the, the point and if kid production is mm-hmm. the end and if this, these people are and me going to every end for my child, is that's a false life. Absolutely. It's a false reality. Because at the end of it, when your kids leave and they yeah. will leave. That's not true. Well, they will leave eventually. They will leave. They, they will should. Leave. I mean, at some point. You're going to find that if all you had was in them, it's hard to train your brain because those neural pathways have completely solidified because it's been 18 years yeah. if you have only one kid. And it's hard to train them that that's not the way. Yeah, yeah. And that then the you look at the other side. for their benefit yeah. and that we're not here just in, in, if, 
and it portrays this relationship with Christ that's not genuine. Christ is not here for my pleasure. He was not here for my good fortune. And it's a false theology if I think that, and we all think this, and Paul was on the right track here, to, to think that all of my good fortune is a result of my good behavior and God's blessing to me means that any misfortune is a result of my bad behavior and God's displeasure with me. And that could not be worse theology in the world. And what happens is we teach our kids that. And then when, when something hits them, they just say, well, God can't be real. That's right. And, and, and the truth is we do a lot of the same things. If, you're, if all of your hope and all of your belief is, ba- is based on the fact that God's here just to bless you and to give you good things and that everything you do for him should be somehow rewarded by him, then yeah, when you come up against a situation that is out of your control, when you will, your your faith is going to falter because you're, you've built it on the wrong premise. You've built it on the wrong purpose of why Jesus came, which is, again, yeah, not for your... Not for your benefit necessarily. It's obviously for your There's a proximity-based benefit to doing the will of God. The will of God is done. But there are lots of people who, who if you were to ask them how would they draw it up, would not have drawn it up the way that no. serving God looked. No. We've said it a lot. If we were going to write the Bible, we wouldn't have written it this way. No. <laughs> we wouldn't have used a bunch of broken people in the Old Testament to lead God's people constantly failing like, hey guys, that's nobody's gonna yeah, hey, that's a bad business that's, that's right hey david you got close but you really messed it up there at the end yeah, buddy yeah, we're gonna just we're just gonna yeah so that's god's ways are different than our ways and we have to get on board with his ways yeah he doesn't bend to ours and that's where we can that's where you have the opportunity to spiral up or spiral down that's, that's the right. key that's right. is that we fixate our minds on this life that is not our own and that means that my kid's life is not my life that means my spouse's life is not my life. That means I'm living, and yes, I'm going to live for them as, as Christ lived for me. Absolutely. I'm going to love my wife as Christ loved the church. Absolutely. I, I'm going to train my kids in the way they should go. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I got it as far as I could, and it's God the rest of the way. And when I fixate on anything else, it gets unhealthy, and I spiral down. And she talked about control, uh-huh. right? And that's the thing that we've talked about many times, that men struggle with control a lot women struggle everybody struggles with control even a lot of times it takes a long time for you to realize that and when you try to control everything in your life including god and your relationship to him right that's when you will never be more disappointed absolutely because you're never going to be able to do it and and you'll be hopeless and helpless and you won't have an answer for the things that happen and you won't be able to face trials in life like a pandemic or uh you know prejudice and racism and all of the different things that are going on in this world with joy and hope absolutely you'll face it with fear and a sense of of loss and you're going to feel this need to be polarizing in your yeah. views you're going to feel the need to listen i'm taking a stand on every single yeah, the or pandemic you, yeah, stand or you fall back and do right. nothing yeah i take a stand on loving people in the name of Jesus, what does that look like? I'm telling you what, somebody said something to me just last night and I'm like, golly, what can I do? Like, what can I do? I don't want to sit back idle. I don't want to just be the person who could have done something but didn't. So what do I, what do you do in these kind of times? You, you don't pass up opportunities to do the right thing. Yep. Um, 
you love your neighbors yourself, as we talked about in the last five weeks with their Absolutely. art of neighboring. Go back and check it out on Facebook. It's in the video section. Yep. Playlist live at lunch. I, I, you I do the things that Jesus called you to do. Right. That's what you do. And that's what you fixate yourself on. Now, how do you know? You got to get in the scripture. You got to get into the word. We've been saying that from the beginning of this live at lunch. If you're not in the word, then you're missing out yeah. on what God has for you. How can you know what his will is if you don't know what he is all about? Right. Right. Yeah. It's like the news. If all if your news source comes from Facebook, you don't know anything about the news. And you don't you know think anything that's going on. on Facebook is a stance. And that alone, like I saw somebody the other day to send a picture of their daughter and a pro. OK, this is our sweet girl. She's decided to be a part. OK, there was no agenda there. It was just this is my daughter made this decision. I thought that's great. But if you're making these posts with these these opinions on there and you think that's something that does nothing. No. That is a that is a that is a it definitely does more harm than good, because, again, if you have any role of leadership. Right. And so if you're in Facebook, you at least have people that are following you or friends sure. with you that you have some influence on, obviously, because there's a mutual relationship. You're being irresponsible by just posting those things out there. And you're you're also taking a stance that which is fine. I think that's fine to take a stance. I think it should just be lived out and not yeah, typed out. Not, yeah. And and that's yeah. where I have that's a whole a sort of an issue other there. conversation, too. That's. But, but again, that's, but that's not the point. The point is these things that we fixate on will have the opportunity to spiral us up or spiral us down. Our yep. mind is a thing we have control over, and it's deceptive. And, yes, our heart's deceptive. We learned about that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Our heart's not to be trusted. But we have the opportunity to take our thoughts captive and to live in a way that is focused on something that really matters. That's right. So where are your fixations? What are you fixated on? Uh, be honest with yourself. And last week we talked about getting in community or getting with uh, some people and being honest with them about, uh, about the things that you struggle with, the things in your head that you struggle with, right? We talked about earlier, if, you, uh, if you're suffering from something that you've been dealing with for a really long time and it is affecting all of the things in your life, then you may need to seek professional help. Right? Absolutely. That is, that is, there's nothing that is going to get you out of that outside of professional counseling, possibly even medication. Sure. But if you just are caught in the spiral of downward thinking or, you know, wrong thinking, fear, control, whatever it is, then get with someone, get with a good Mm -hmm. trusted friend and have an honest conversation about your fixations and talk about the things that you are fixated on that are, that are stealing your joy, that are robbing you of all of the things in your life that are true. And encourage, we want to encourage you this. We want to encourage, I want to encourage you this. I want you to set your mind today on the things of God. Now, what are those things? Well, go to Philippians. Go to Philippians chapter 1 and start looking at what Paul talks about in regards to the things of God. The truth of who God is and what Jesus did for us and why he really came for us. Not just for us to be blessed and have wonderful things but so that we might be saved from the one thing that we can't get salvation for any other way except through him. What are you fixated on today? That's what we want you to look at. We want you to evaluate what are you fixated on? How can you take steps to to free yourself from those things? 
so we have a lot of things that go on during the week. Jesse referenced the sermons that are, that are being out there. We put all, each service out there with traditions at 9, uh, encounter at 10, and resonated at 11. Powerful message this week from Pastor Ed on the matters of the heart. Very applicable to the things that we're talking about today. Uh, he's doing a study on Wednesday at 6.30. Also in Philippians, led by Matt Chandler, also talking about the heart. Mm. All, right now, prayers from the back porch the last two weeks. I think it's the last two weeks, or at least this week and last week. Uh, They're talking about strongholds. They're talking about the things in your life that are a stronghold in your life and how to identify them, how to free yourself from those. I would encourage you to check that out. Yes. Uh, It's 10 o'clock on Fridays. Uh, You can go back and listen to last week's message. It's a very powerful discussion and prayer time about releasing, asking God to release you from these strongholds that hold you from being in accordance to his will. And that's what we're talking about. These spirals down take you out and distract you from the things that truly matter. Mm-hmm. And we are called to spiral up. We want you to spiral up. And we're here for you to help you, to encourage you to spiral Absolutely. up from the, the drudge that is the everyday things that we come across constantly. Wow. I think we've done what some, a guy we know says. He just talked till it was over. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And let's go to the next thing. The next thing is... I hope you have a great week. Yeah. I hope you have, uh, if you need anything, let us know. You know, we're, we're here for you. We're at the church. We're available online. You can oh, man, get in absolutely. touch with us any way uh, you need to. People can get in touch with us. Don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid to reach out. Absolutely if something's not. got you, you need to just talk or just vent or just whatever. We will help you. Uh, we're, we want to. We need to. Very much. So. so we hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, we'll be praying for you. <laughs>